Hi there, and a very warm welcome to Season 3, Episode 9 of People Soup. It's Ross McIntosh here. This week it's a copper soup, a short episode called The Lighthouse. It combines a poem I learnt at school with a reflection on how we can keep sight of the things that give us meaning in our working lives. We call these qualities that give us meaning our personal values. It can be difficult, scary and revealing to consider what gives us purpose in our work. To use these qualities as a guide for our behaviour and decisions can be really challenging too. I consider my lighthouse to be beaming out my personal values. When the sea is calm, I can see the lamplight clearly, but in turbulent times, I can completely lose sight of the beam. People Soup is a community of people who are interested in behavioural science at work and how we can make it accessible, fun and useful for ourselves and each other. At work, behavioural science has the capacity to enhance our well-being, help us be the person we'd like to be more often, and provide us with perspectives to enable cooperation, collaboration and innovation. It was psychologist Abraham Maslow who said, a first-rate soup is more creative than a second-rate painting. That was the inspiration for this podcast. More than ever, the world of work is a heady mix of people, behaviour, events and challenges. When the blend is right, it can be first-rate. Behavioural science and psychology has a lot to offer in terms of recipes, ingredients, seasoning, spices and utensils. So welcome to People Soup. The reviews are in for our last episode called Legally Blonde. On LinkedIn, Dr Sarah Swan said, Another great podcast, Ross. Can you believe I've never seen Legally Blonde? No, I can't, P-Supers, and we're going to have to sort that out, Sarah. Sarah continues, I sometimes imagine my inner courtroom to be something like a sketch from Ali McBeal, if you remember that throwback. Along with the Barry White music, this always brings a more light-hearted mood than would have resulted if I got hooked into my inner dialogue. Thanks, Sarah. Really appreciate you feeding back on LinkedIn and love your Ali McBeal reference. I can see how that would... um bring about that light-hearted mood rather than getting caught up in the cut and thrust of the courtroom. So thanks very much. Okay, so I think we'll crack on. Get a brew on, sit back and have a listen to The Lighthouse. P-Supers, we're going to start with a poem. A poem I learned at school called Cargoes by John Macefield. Here we go. Quinquereem of Nineveh from distant Ophir, rowing home to haven in sunny Palestine, with a cargo of ivory and apes and peacocks, sandalwood, cedarwood and sweet white wine. Stately Spanish galleon coming from the isthmus, dipping through the tropics by the palm-green shores with a cargo of diamonds, emeralds, amethysts, topazes and cinnamon and gold moidores. Dirty British coaster with a salt-caked smokestack butting through the channel in the mad March days with a cargo of tyne coal, road rails, pig lead, firewood, ironware and cheap tin trays. And that's by John Macefield. Now, there were some pretty challenging words in there. To be honest, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing them all correctly, but my interpretation reflects the guidance provided by Mrs Williams several decades ago who taught us several poems, and I can still remember most of them. Of course, in my school, the favourite verse was the last one. After all, the school was within about 100 metres of the River Tyne, and we'd often finish almost shouting, Cheap tin trays! So where am I going with this? 
What I'm going to do is experiment a little with a metaphor that's been brewing for a while. It might not be perfect, but rather than tweaking and faffing around with it ad infinitum, I thought I'd share it with you right now, P-Supers. In our work, can we think of ourselves as vessels on the sea, each of us carrying our unique, precious and useful cargo, which is sometimes deep in the hold? One of the resources we can use to help us navigate our route and move towards what's important is the lighthouse. The lighthouse beams out a strong, guiding light, keeping us safe. There's some comfort in its regularity and strength. Now imagine, the lighthouse is a reminder of what's important to me in my work, what gives me meaning and purpose, and we often call these our values. That guiding light helps me to carry, share, and deploy my cargo in a way that resonates with my values. It allows me to move safely around the seas and oceans, navigate hazards, and move towards what's important for me. The strength of the lighthouse is important. When the sea is calm, I can see the light clearly. When the sea is rough and stormy, it's more difficult. I'm focused on steering my craft. I might only be able to catch a glimpse of the light when I'm at the peak of a terrifying wave. Can that glimpse be enough to help me navigate the storm and remind me of what's important? Sometimes yes. I guess that sometimes the storm can be prolonged. It might feel it will never pass. But it will. Can I catch a flicker of the light in the midst of the storm and use that lamplight to help me steer or adjust my route? Sometimes my thinking is clouded. Nothing is clear. In the fog of my internal state, the lighthouse can still support me. The foghorn can reach me, perhaps even wake me. And that, P-Supers, is the foghorn from the Suter Lighthouse in South Shields. I've been thinking about my values in my work a lot recently. It's an ongoing journey. I'm definitely noticing significant and enhanced meaning for me in sharing, collaborating and working alongside groups to enhance their adaptability and flexibility. With them, we're exploring purpose, belonging, and I realised that part of my work which really ignites me is the energy, agility and uncertainty of interacting with groups. I've been taking on new cargo in terms of learning, research and reflection. I've been using my lighthouse as my guide with some surprising outcomes. It's helped me identify and approach new opportunities and also take stock. The foghorn has woken me and I've noticed that some of my work activities are no longer serving my emerging values. This has helped me take action to stop doing some work, which is allowing me to move towards my emerging new direction. That stopping of some of my work activity felt naughty. It felt risky, wrong and impossible to do. My mind was saying, what will people think? I'll be letting people down. This work was really important to me a few years ago. But, P-Supers, I did it. I did stop some work activity. Some people were a bit sad and supportive. I used my values to explain my decision and they wished me well. Others were more matter-of-fact, procedural if you like. OK, please can you complete this form and send it back to us? There was no wailing or begging me to remain, which was a great check-in for my imagined indispensability. I realised I could have taken this decision months ago. It had been a niggle for a while. Now it feels absolutely right. I feel excited, scared and invigorated. My lighthouse will continue to be my guide. Now I say lighthouse, but I actually mean lighthouses. As I navigate the sea, there are many lighthouses that remind me of what's important and help me take decisions and steer my vessel. Now I can talk about meaning and purpose at work 
How can we get a glimpse of what gives us meaning and purpose? This will be a future episode, and there will also be previous episodes that could help, so I'll put a link to them in the show notes. But for now, can you think about work and recall a moment, meeting, event, or day that was memorable? Perhaps you felt in flow, energised, vital, or empowered. What were you doing? Who else was there? What were you thinking and feeling? See if you can relive that moment. Does this help you reflect on your personal values at work? Can you think of other similar circumstances? Because that could give you a glimpse into what does give you meaning and purpose in what you do in your working life. P-Supers, that's it. And now the takeaway. What I'm suggesting is that a lighthouse or houses could be our guide at work and in every area of life. We're all vessels at sea, whether you're a rowing boat, a stately Spanish galleon, or a dirty British coaster with a salt-caked smokestack. We all have our unique cargo, which we might want to share with others. And our lighthouses can guide us, remind us of what's important, whether the sea is calm or stormy. When we're feeling fogged, they can wake us with their foghorn. P-Supers, what do you reckon? Is the lighthouse a useful metaphor? I personally found it useful, which is why I'm sharing it with you. So do let me know what you think. If you like this episode or the podcast, could I invite you to share it with one other person? I'm really keen to spread the behavioural science and skills with more people. Of course, a subscription, rating or a view are also very much appreciated, whatever platform you're on. Thank you. You can get in touch at peoplesoup.pod at gmail.com. On Twitter, we're at peoplesouppod. On Instagram, at people.soup. And on Facebook, we are at peoplesouppod. Thanks so much to Andy Glenn for the spoon magic and to you for listening. Have a great week, peace supers, and bye for now. Wait for it. Wait for it. Ah, now that's better out than in. More tea, Vicar. <laughs>